So look, right? I had no what's today? Friday. So this is gonna be one of them scenarios or situations where I record, boom, post. Like that's what I tend to do. Like what we talking about has structure. So yo, every Wednesday, boom, this is when we dropping. Not Wednesday, holla at y'all next week, or even Thursday, or even late Wednesday. But with me doing a solo joint, I kind of post whenever the fuck I want. But you will get a podcast a week. Uh, usually it will be towards the end, the middle, the beginning to the middle of the week. But I was going to take this week off. But I felt like fucking talking. I was sitting on my fucking couch watching Abbott Elementary, and I said, you know what? And in the midst of that, I'm you know scrolling on the socials and shit. And I said, nah, I gotta, I gotta talk. I gotta, gotta. I gotta talk. So, let me intro. What up, what up, what up, man? You're now tuning to a new episode of What We. <laughs> Yo, what up, man? You're now tuning to a new episode of the Abstract Corner Podcast. I am your fucking host, Paul Caso, Marvin, whatever you call me in the real world. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. And I got some shit to get off my fucking chest. And I do not want to come off as a, um, as a bitter bitch. Or a Debbie Downer, but let's see where this let's see where this goes. Um, typically, I go through shit through the weekend, through the week, hear things, see things, read things, and then I then bring it to the platform to talk about it to get my opinion that nobody really asked for. But I, I talk. I like talking. I, I enjoy talking. All things considered, me being, and if you know me, you know how I just don't like people, and I don't enjoy being around a lot of people or groups of people unless you are my people you know or my person but all things considered i actually really really enjoy talking i like picking people's brain i like hearing other people's thoughts and opinions on certain situations we can agree to disagree walk our separate ways i will never fucking argue you down about your opinion why because it's, it's yours you own that you deal with that right so I have no the notes that I had taken down throughout the week. I'm not going to talk about any of that shit. I'm going to talk about how the fuck I feel right now as I sip on my crown. Hold on, please. The burn. All right. So the last I'm gonna just start with this, then I'll get to my shit. The last episode, I ended on a feeling that I had of not knowing how one of my closest, dearest friends from childhood felt about, you know, us not talking for a long time. Long story short, my friend is still my friend. My friend is my fucking brother. My brother is my fucking family. I love you. It was good kicking it with the homies. I wish it would have been under different circumstances, but it was good to be around family, people that I call family, and it was felt good to be around love, to wrap our arms around the person we call our brother. It felt good to wrap him in love, be around, be there for him in his time of need. I love you, bro. I'm here. Let's get it. Let's get on. Um... So look, I'll probably, <laughs> this is probably going to be a three-parter, right? 
because a lot of people know, and I've been talking about it on the last couple of episodes about how I found my passion to do my photography again. Um, I started, let's just say back in 20, what's this? 20, 2009, maybe 2010. Uh, I was terrible, okay? I found some old pictures. I was fucking horrible, right? I knew nothing about cameras. Um, I didn't do my due diligence. I didn't take any classes. I didn't go on. You know, the internet wasn't the internet that we know that it is today. As I'm talking, the fucking ambulances interrupted me, so I'm allowed them to go past, and then I'll continue. Okay, and I'm back. So, um... I didn't do my due diligence. And like I said, the internet was not the internet that we know it is today. So I didn't, I did no legwork. I did no study and I did no research. I did nothing. Um, someone that, um, someone that was close to me at the time put a camera in my hand and I figured the shit out. As the years go by, I started out with video. Didn't like video cause I didn't feel like dealing with niggas. I didn't feel like dealing with rappers cause that's what I was doing. I was shooting music videos for rappers. Um, I was tired, irritated of the lies that I hear in raps. I like, fuck this shit. Got into photography and I, I, I just, I went on from there because I feel like with photography, it is a form of art. And with art being subjective, you can find art in literally any and every fucking thing that you do if you are a creative, right? Me taking that creative journey, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the feeling that I gave people of them in whatever moment they were in, being able to freeze and capture that moment for people. Um, give them, show them the picture, frame the picture, get it printed, whatever the case may be. I was able to freeze that moment in time in their life and make it a fucking visual memory that you can go back to whenever you felt like it, right? Uh, fast forward the years go by, I'm getting better, I'm getting better. And then, you know, I want to say maybe a couple years ago, I just, yeah, like I had cam I had a camera sitting, I, I was doing work here and there, but nothing like really made me feel like getting out there to shoot. Um, recently, maybe about a year ago, went out and brought some new equipment, brought a new camera, just got a new lens. And I started, everybody knows, well, the mo majority of people know that I have multiple Instagram pages so I spent a lot of time on my personal page and on my personal page there was no inspiration on there except a bunch of fucking people complaining and gossiping you know so I started going over to my photography page a lot more revisiting my hard drive revisiting archives as I always say a lot of the times in pictures that I post I go back learn a new learn a new editing style learn something new let me try something and then I'll go you know so then I started seeing people just get out there. People, not that I knew personally, but just people that I used to, I would see. I started to see them purchase cameras and get out there and start, started getting gigs. Like, and this, I might sound like a fucking hater right here, but I started to see people get gigs, take pictures, and the pictures were, you know, and oh god, I sound like a fucking hater. I'm not gonna call them mediocre, but I just I just felt like I can do better, right? 
So once I saw that people were getting this crazy traction, the comments, everybody was like, oh, man, you go, oh, Lord, I need you. I'm just like, what? Nigga, why the fuck ain't I getting it? You know, and I and I felt like I was better than certain people, right? And this is no slight to anybody. This is me just, just me telling you how I felt, you know? So, again, I would, I would go through old pictures and just touch them up, like, you know, um, and post the shit. And I was getting some love, but, you know, social media is a very, very fickle place. You got to learn the algorithms. The algorithms are a weird, weird thing that I do not, I have not learned. I do not know. But sometimes you can manipulate it and make it work for you. Sometimes the shit is a fucking shit show and it's all over the place. So when I was heavy on my postings, like let's say a couple years ago, let's say five, six years ago, um, I'm getting the likes, I'm getting the recognition, all that super cool shit. Um, everybody knows when you have a certain craft and you use certain hashtags, that's how you catch a lot of traction. So I was boom, hot, shit fucking bubbling. I'm getting like, I'm getting just gratification from people I don't know and including people I do know, right? So... Matter of fact, let me freeze this. Let me freeze where I'm at right now. So anybody who knows who started out with photography, let's just say 10 years ago, and has seen how it is so different now, right? It's almost how the the the, the change with cab drivers and fucking Uber drivers, how delivery people, food delivery people, and DoorDash, Grubhub, and so on. So a DSLR, right? Man. All right, point and shoot cameras like two, three hundred dollars, right? DSLRs were starting at five to six hundred dollars at the time, right? So, and camera phones were bullshit. Camera phones were, you know, iPhone three, iPhone three GS, Blackberry still, uh, Pantex, Palm Trails, like that bullshit. So pretty much bullshit, like very terrible quality, two to three megapixels in a fucking phone camera. Now phone cameras are at what twenty four to twenty five, even thirty megapixels and shit. So me working in the electronics store that I was working at at the time, um, it was, and I happened to work in the camera department, it was hard as fuck to sell a digital, a DSLR camera, damn near even a digital point and shoot camera to people because they saw how good the quality of camera phones were getting. By this point, we're at iPhone, what, five, six, and seven maybe, right? So something happened a shift happened dslr is dropped in price you could get an entry-level dslr 15 to 20 megapixel standard shit for like 300 dollars. so the one argument i'm trying to sell a dslr and all these extra att attachment lenses to a, a normal everyday consumer oh no i'm cool i got my, my cell phone whatever the case may be i don't need that yeah, then I got to go through the whole spiel. Yeah, it's cool and all, but if you really want to freeze a moment in, in time, you can't really print this out, the, the sensor, all the bullshit. I, I could talk about that for hours. Um, but the people that knew what they were getting into, it, the people that knew that what they wanted, that were getting into photography, already into it, upgrading their equipment, that those were the easy customers because they already knew the power and the benefit of having one of these cameras. But also because the cameras got cheaper, a lot more people started buying them, right? And then me being somewhat of a, I don't want to say established, but me being a good photographer, getting jobs, getting gigs, getting booked for certain things, uh, me telling people my prices, and then strangers coming up to me, asking me what my prices are, I let them know, and they be like, ah, you know what? I know somebody else, let me, I'm gonna go another route. Cool, by all means, do what you gotta do. But these other people that they were going to were people who, 
were people just getting into it who just so happened to have a very, very good camera. So they hadn't learned their equipment yet. They hadn't understood how important post photography, me saying that I mean editing, so on and so forth. So now this is where I'm getting into the time where I'm seeing so many people getting praised for certain things where weren't, whereas I was like, damn, man, I feel like I could have did better in that situation, but I got to, I got to deal with it. It is what it is. Um, fast forward. Here we are today. Expensive equipment, <laughs> expensive equipment that I have, and I'm not using it where well, I wasn't using it. But now when you invest into yourself, your passion, the, the, the fire gets reignited. So now you put yourself out there and I mean, the, the, the risk is worth the reward because, you know, people are reaching out to me. I'm, I'm doing events. Um, like I told y'all last time, uh, was shooting with the bro, Charlie just wrapped that up last week and it was a great shoot. Fun, amazing shoot. I feel like we smoked that shit, right? So in in the in between all that, I'm learning a new editing style. I'm learning a new shooting style because everybody knows. I feel like my style of photography. I do like street photography, so I'm going around catching like people just in their natural habitat, cars, animals, just stuff. I'm taking pictures of street lights, but you know, adding depth a depth to it. Um. I say all that to say I got into this by accident and I love it now. But I want to talk about the part of how difficult it is to feel like to feel like and this is to all my creatives or just anybody in general. Have you ever been in a situation where you felt as though you put your fucking all your all into something? You let it all out if you're a music artist. This is your best fucking verse you ever wrote. This is your best song you ever wrote. Your best piano solo, violin, tri- uh, triumphant, tr- uh, trumpet solo. This is the best music video blog you've ever shot. This is the best picture, best photo shoot you've ever had or the best shot you've ever taken. And then and then here we go with that tricky part. You go to upload that motherfucker on social media and then what, and then guess what happens? Fucking nothing. You're getting the recognition, but it's not the recognition you want. And us as a us as human beings, we want the hurrahs. We want the standing O's. We want the the clears to chat. Oh my God, that picture looks that looks amazing. What you did? We want that. We want that instant gratification because we feel as though we deserve it because we put our we put our fucking work in on it. You know what I mean? And especially if we have put that time in to make our product or whatever we're selling or whatever we are deciding to show the world, we feel as though like this is it. Like you ever um, you ever cook somebody dinner and you, you know you fucking smoke that shit. You watch them, you, you, you watch them meditate the first bite and they just like, mm, thanks, what? Nigga, no, you supposed to goddamn do a motherfucking backflip for me. But I mean, it's like a, it's like I feel like a hypocrite, and I'm contradicting myself because a lot of the times I say that, yo, I don't give a fuck like how other people feel about my work. But in the same breath, you do want to get recognized and noticed for the body of work that you've done. But what I have learned over the course of a long time is to not 
expect things from people and to have a very low expectation, especially for the way the world is right now. You know what I mean? And appreciate the looks and the love and the and the the yeah the looks and the love that you do get and the praises that you do get from the people that do support you that are showing love, right? So, for example, again, social media. So I I, I use the same hashtags that I use from you know years ago, and I'm putting the I thought I'm putting the right shit down, but I'm getting like nothing. I'm getting like five to ten, maybe twenty. But then I've learned that how the shit has evolved. So if you pay attention, right, especially if you're in the photography world, and I'm, I can only really speak to that because I, that's the world that I'm in. So an, uh, a, a, something, an article came out like a couple months ago where it says how the shift of Instagram has changed. It's not really for photographers no more. Like what about a photographer? Because they were putting so much more emphasis on like reels and the reels is which are is what they are using to compete with TikTok, you know, chopping the clip up, adding music, all the super cool, funny shit. And I noticed that a lot of photographers do reels now of their pictures. They don't, it's, you'll still see them posting pictures and they're getting like the tons and hundreds of thousands of, of likes because they're established. Like, you know, like they figured out how the algorithms is how the timeline works, right? The right time and when to post shit, when not to post shit. So, but with these reels, that's how because you're using like the the famous sound, the most popular sound to attract the people or to attract the algorithm to your timeline. That's where the looks come from. For example, I posted, I made a reel using the sound directly from TikTok. I'm sorry, using a sound directly from Instagram. The shit started fucking buzzing. The likes going up. I know comments, but the likes and the views, like the plays or whatever, going up like fucking nuts. I did a TikTok, saved it to my phone, uploaded it as a real fucking, you know, the the normal, like the normal shit, not those those crazy numbers that I did on the previous one. So I feel like today's world, especially being a photographer, you have to adapt to the times, just like how people that drove cabs, how and then Uber came and they adapted to that. All right, let me ride that wave. Photographers, you can't just post pictures on on the, on the gram or whatever. You got to do this, so boom, adapt to that. So you got to do what you got to do to make your shit pop. So I'm still learning that part, that portion, that part of it. And is it frustrating? And I'm I consider myself a pretty savvy person, and I I'm up to date and up to speed with the times of social media for the most part. But you just got to keep on growing because everything constantly moving, everything constantly moves, and you have to be sure that you're moving right along with it. Otherwise, you will get left in the fucking dirt. Like when I was working at the store and this is around the time like when I mean, flat screen TVs have been out for a long time at the time. But like this is when that um whole analog to digital conversion shit happened. If y'all remember that. So it's like you either had to get a digital antenna for your phone. If you didn't, I'm sorry for your TV. If you didn't have cable or you had to get that converter box and then add the antenna to it. A lot of old people were coming in there like, yeah, I don't want to, what is it? You know, not adapting. How a lot of older people can't really adapt to the times of filling out a job application now because the majority of this shit is online as opposed to walking into a into a, a, a business, ask for a fucking piece of paper, ask to speak to the goddamn manager, and then boom, you might got an interview on spot. So 
it's a lot of adapting, a lot of adaptation that you got to do nowadays. So whatever y'all, y'all passion is, whatever y'all line of work is, just make sure you're keeping up with the times and you're not getting left in the fucking dust. Because if you do, you're fucking, yeah, your business, your whatever, whatever the fuck you do will definitely fucking tank. Like, or you'll just see that you're not getting the traction that you should be getting when you know for a fact that you, you got some shit. Like, yo, I am dropping fucking bombs. And I don't toot my own goddamn horn, but I am dropping fucking bombs. And again, yes, I'm getting the love from my people, but the 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 audience that I'm 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 thinking I'm reaching to get those extra looks, I'm, they're not really there. So you gotta do a little tweaking, gotta do a little adjusting, throw some shit at the wall, see what sticks, and then keep it fucking moving. See what happens, right? All right, it's part one. I'll be back with part two. Uh, be sure to follow the podcast on all streaming platforms. The Abstract Corner Podcast. You can follow on Instagram as well. You can follow my personal, Poe underscore Caso, on uh, the Instagram and the, what else? Oh, the TikTok. I'm kind of, I'm getting my TikTok shit going. TikTok. And also, make sure you follow Poe underscore Caso Abstracts. Instagram as well, man. I fuck with y'all. Thank you. Appreciate it. See y'all in part two.